Greetings, friends and lovers. Welcome to another Finger Guns podcast, E3 2021 special. This time we're talking Ubisoft forward. How are you doing? My name is Roscoe. I am joined by Toby Anderson. What up? How's it going, Captain? Uh, all good. Yeah, all good. Yeah, okay. I'm in yes. a good mood. Mr. Miles Thompson. Hello. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you as well. Keeping on. Good, good, good. And rounding off the group, it's Kat. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm all good. Did you say friends and lovers? How many how many lovers yeah. do you have out there, Ross? Well, that is the question. Uh, not many, really, oh, to, oh. to be honest. Okay. It's devastating. Fair enough. Uh, but thanks for bringing that up. Jeez. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Right. Okay. All right. Well. Really awkward down. Anyway, let's talk video games and the Ubisoft Forward, which we've just finished. Uh, we all watched together, kind of, and it was lovely, kind of. Um, I'll go around with everyone's initial thoughts of the whole thing. Uh, Toby, what did you make of Ubisoft Forward? Um, I, I don't think I'm the rest person to start this because it's going to be a downer. So um, that was basically last year's Ubisoft Forward. Again, that's my main thought. I think we saw maybe two new things and about 10 things that I'd seen last year. So yeah, no, pretty much not, not impressed. Um, it's just loads and loads of stuff that uh, got delayed and we thought we had all these release dates ready for the beginning of 2021. They've all been delayed and now we're six months on and we're getting told about them all again, like they're brand new. They're not. Indeed. Pretty much. Uh, Miles? Am I allowed to swear? Yeah, of course. It was shit. (laughs) 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 I mean, it wasn't shit, but it was just very nothing. Um, There was maybe two things in there that I was actually kind of interested in and the rest of it just felt very like fillery it kind of felt like they didn't really have that much to announce but they just decided to do this anyway and just kind of throw in whatever they sort of could like muddle together um so there wasn't much in it that i found particularly interesting but maybe i'm just being a bit of a baby about it who knows <laughs> uh, we'll get into it very very shortly and cat what did you make of you so forward yeah, no, pretty much the same. Nothing, you know, I'm not peeing my pants over everything, anything in particular. I, I'm not a massive fan of shooters, so Ubisoft at the moment are just consistently making the same game, but over and over again in different <laughs> different styles. So, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. But like Toby was saying, there's not really anything that we don't know. There's nothing that, you know, maybe it felt a little bit more exciting if we hadn't had a leak earlier today. I, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean... I mean, what can you say? It, it was fine, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh my God, it was the best ever, because it wasn't. Uh, no, it definitely was not. And yeah, the leaks, it was interesting because the leaks came out when I was like, oh, okay, a new Mario Rabbits, great. Like there were surprises, but they were like, oh, okay. <laughs> they weren't they, they weren't like mind-blowing things. Yeah, but, yeah. That's what, anyway, let's, uh, there, there wasn't much. So let's, uh, let's go from the top. We got a first look at Rainbow Six Extraction. Coming September 16th, it's a new PvE experience rather than PvP, like Siege was so famous for. Um, and they're facing off aliens called the Archeans. And it looks cool, I guess, but it doesn't really look all that Rainbow Sixy. So, uh, what did you make of it? Yeah, this is a funny one. I mean, Tom Clancy and aliens, I mean, it doesn't feel right, does it? No. It's um, it's all this weird black sprawl across all of the... Um, across all the walls um that was the bit i did kind of like because he kind of shoot it kind of shot this black sprawl stuff and it would move um and then but once the game started getting started and we started seeing all the gameplay it was just okay so 
they've renamed it extraction because literally every mission is trying to extract some random person and then when you die your person that you lost that's your next mission to go back and get them again so it's another extraction and then someone dies in that one guess what you're gonna go back in and you're gonna extract them it's called extraction for a reason because that's the only mission type that they seem to have. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it was a bit of an odd one. Um, lots of, you know, relatively interesting alien uh, enemies. Um, I'm sure there'll be more of those. But it's still just very, you know, it's a, it was a really generic Ubisoft sort of game. There was, you know, you know, in um, Division, you've got all those memories and, um, and things you can pick up off the floor and, like, see yeah. what happened in the past. There was loads of that in there. There was, like, tableaus of explosions that have solidified people in the air and they've got stuck in this sprawl goop and they it, that's a, such a ubisoft tom clancy thing to do is to have like what happened before in a tableau it's so not exciting they need to move on from it um it, it's just so boring it's such a boring mechanic um and it's all over that gameplay thing i was like no that's really dull um so yeah there you go. That's my thoughts. <laughs> Actually, my last thought is yet another containment slash dead slash dark zone slash black zone that you can't go into. It's just mm. the division all over again as well. It really, really is. Oh, um, I'm bored. Cat, <laughs> uh, you said you weren't uh, big on shooters. Does anything about Rainbow Six Extraction get you excited? <laughs> Do you know what? When I was watching the cinematic trailer, I was like, oh, do you know what, actually? That looks quite good. It, it's got a good premise, you know, like Toby was saying, that, that black along the walls, and they were saying that, you know, as you go through the map, that will start to infect locations. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. And then, I don't know, as it went on, I was like, right, so this is just, you know, this would be great as a third-person venture action. Oh, wait, we have that. It's called The Last of Us, and it's just this but with a SWAT team instead. And so I feel like it had a great premise. And as the kind of gameplay went on, I was like, yeah, no, this is this is not for me. And also as well, there's something to me about that kind of collecting everything, getting your upgrades and then losing it all and being punished for, for dying. And it might not be your fault or, you know, it might be team members, fault, whatever it be, but to lose your upgrades, cool, that's a real, that's a real controller throw for me. Um, <laughs> I really don't like that that element of, of game punishing where they're just, you know, you might take so long. I mean, it depends. I guess it depends what kind of, you know, if it takes 10 seconds to get all your upgrades and switch out, then great. If it takes me 45 minutes to get my upgrades to go into a building to try and extract someone and I die and lose it all, that's going to piss me the fuck off. So <laughs> um, I don't really want to play The Last of Us without Joel or Ellie. So I, I think, but I, I think it has a great premise. I think they could have done a lot more of it. But when the gameplay started, I was like, exactly what Toby said, this is just going to be the same repetitive mission over and over again. Um, yeah, no, not for me, but you know, I can see how people might be attracted to it. Um, it's a bit tongue in cheek, isn't it? You know, having aliens and infections and, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, at least gaming is trying something different, you know, that's the important yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. No, you can I've always go back in. Way. You can always go back in and extract your stuff you lost. Oh, exactly. That'll be the next mission. <laughs> and, and then hope that you don't lose the stuff that you gained. But if you die, that. yeah, if you die on the way to getting it back, it'll be like Dark Souls. And, and then you know you yeah. lost that for good. And then you're <laughs> just naked. Then. You're naked, yep. feet aliens. And oh, yeah. this game got very different all of a sudden. Now you're <laughs> naked in the aliens world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. yeah, not for me. <laughs> okay day one give it to me <laughs> uh, first Miles. person naked though it's boring 
first person naked. First person naked is nothing, isn't it? It's a no, screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants first person naked. Uh, Miles, what did you make of Rainbow Six Extraction? I'm not really sure how to follow on from that, to be honest. <laughs> um, I thought it was fine. It just felt kind of like a bit like Cat and Toby have kind of touched on. It just felt quite derivative. Like this has been done in various other games and. It feels like a, they're trying to add a bit of variety, but in quite a, an already very well done kind of way. Like this has been done a lot before. But I, I like the idea of the escalating challenge and the introducing new enemy types and that risk reward of continuing through further rooms or kind of extracting early. But it just feels like they've kind of taken the the Dark Zone idea from The Division and then they've just sort of molded it into Rainbow Six Siege with aliens. Um, I guess, you know, for you know, if you're into Rainbow Six Siege or if you like kind of cooperative shooters, then, you know, there's probably something in there that will be quite fun for a bit, but I just can't see it having that kind of longevity to really kind of mm. make me want to go into Rainbow Six Siege or to hold people for very long. Um, yeah, mm. I wasn't overly impressed by it. I didn't really care for it. I just thought, you know, it looks fine. It'll probably be a good bit of fun with friends, but then everything normally is. Um, but I don't think it's really going to set the world alight or bring people new in who weren't already in Rainbow Six Siege's uh, ecosystem anyway. Sure. I mean, it looks like they've gone into the Division's development studio and just copied their homework, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Hey, could you just show us that uh, Dark Zone? Oh, uh, you're not yeah. going to copy uh, it, are you? No, 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 no. We'll definitely no, no, change no, no, it. We'll no, definitely no, make no, it our no, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Meanwhile, mm. it's copy and pasted directly. It's like, yeah. oh, is that the same code? No, definitely <laughs> no. not. No. No. No, look, first person naked. You see, it's it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, we've made every character naked now, so therefore it's not the same. It's not You've the got same. your title for the podcast, at least. <laughs> first person naked is boring. <laughs> we got your back. First person naked is boring. Toby Anderson, 2021. <laughs> uh, right, then we moved on to uh, Rocksmith Plus, another thing that was leaked a little earlier. Um, if you remember, Rocksmith was the uh, guitar tutorial teaching learning game that came out a few years ago. And um, it's returning in a shiny new version, which adds um, the ability to play through your phone in order for the game to catch you and video tutorials and things like that. Um, it didn't look like it was for Toby, but uh, Miles, are you going to jump on this one? Are you going to learn how to play guitar through Rocksmith Plus? Do you know what? I've actually been trying to learn guitar over the last like year or so, and I've done really terribly at it. And so when it kind of came on and they were showing off, I was actually quite intrigued in it. Um, and I like the idea that it kind of doesn't just show you do well on like a song. They made a big thing of like, it's not just per song that it kind of anal analyzes you on. It's kind of across your techniques and how you do it. It sounds quite in depth. And I think if the library is quite diverse, which it looks like it will be, and it's quite a, a big, strong library, I think there's something in it. But I don't think they announced the price of the subscription. I think that's where it's going to live or die is how expensive are they going to charge for this? Because personally, I would actually be quite interested in this, but... I'm not going to invest a load of money for something that I could probably just get through YouTube otherwise. So, sure. yeah. Yeah, I mean, Rocksmith is is really good. I mean, the first the first one, was, what was it? PS3, Xbox 60 era, wasn't it? And it was, it was kind of like a real grown-up version of Guitar Hero, essentially. And people really enjoyed it. I remember working, where was I? CEX, maybe? Um, yeah, people were buying copies of it, just kind of left, right, and center. People used it as a real tool to, to learn how to play guitar. So now it's coming back with a bit more kind of a, of a modern update. Is um, It's pretty cool. Um, Kat, you can learn how to play guitar. Um, through... I'm going to sound like a really terrible friend. When I was 21, I <laughs> really wanted to learn how to play the guitar. Um, and 
got my friends I just told people I think it was just something that I would randomly say like when everyone's like what do you want to do if you could do anything you wanted what would it be and I'd be like I want to play the guitar and so as my (laughs) as my 21st birthday present they so very kindly chipped in and bought me a guitar and I probably did about half an hour of YouTube before I thought I fucking suck at this and then I never played it again and so that would have been really helpful about nine years ago <laughs> um, <laughs> so that I didn't feel like I just wasted all their money so and I recently only like last year gave this guitar to somebody who was learning guitar and and I thought you know actually this is going to go to a really good home you can have the guitar and now I'm like can I message that person and be like yo <laughs> you know the guitar no I would never do that but it does look super cool would have been awesome nine years ago equally it would have been really cool to release you know it's such a shame that it didn't release last year during lockdown because actually that probably would have massively taken off um mm. everybody's trying to learn new, a new hobby and this this isn't just a game is it where you kind of pop trophies and and delete it from your library this is a skill this is a skill that people can have at you know parties weddings just for your own kind of personal experience and I think that that's really cool and like Miles was saying it looks so in-depth that it doesn't just do it per song where you think oh, I can play Wonderwall everybody you know or Kumbaya you know it's just actually I know how to to, you know do do chords and I know how to do like string just, just I don't know the technical words but you know what I mean um and so yeah potentially a skill for life and that's really cool to put in a game um and the fact that you can use your own guitar so actually you don't have to go out and buy their version of the guitar that you need to use actually you can just plug in your own and that's going to feel more comfortable if you've had that guitar for many years and you don't know how to play or a little bit rusty like Mars was saying Mars has had his guitar for a while you know he's not as confident or he's you know struggling he can use his own guitar it's going to feel a lot, a lot more comfortable people are going to learn a lot better um, a lot easier and a lot faster so and the fact that it's for any skill level as well I think it's really good I completely agree with Miles um that subscription is going to kill it or it's going to make it because YouTube does the same thing um and there's a lot of people who pay not pay um who kind of I guess put out on the internet the chords and you could probably type into YouTube you know how do you play my favorite song um and it probably show you probably not as you know better it probably be better executed by Rocksmith but that subscription is going to make it level die but yeah it looks really cool I mean I'm up for it yeah nice nice I've got a spare guitar if you want mine Oh, nice, thanks. Yeah, maybe we could jam out together and learn Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> I know Wonderwall. I can teach you Wonderwall without. Oh, there you. we go. Worry about it. <laughs> we can make our own band. Yeah. I would suck. It's about damn time, isn't it? A Taylor Swift cover band. Fucking hell. That's Absolutely, all. and that's what we'd be doing. Um, yeah. gun to your head. That is what we're doing. <laughs> it's a love story. Yeah, that'll be really, really, really exciting. Yeah. Uh, Toby, no thoughts on Rocksmith. You just want me to have no thoughts on Rocksmith. No, um, just, you said you weren't into it in Slack. Uh, so. The the two-line version is, I don't really want to learn guitar, so it doesn't interest me that much. And I'm the only person on the pod, it seems, who, doesn't, who hasn't or didn't want to learn guitar. Um, but also, can't uh, hit it on the head. It's not a game. It's a tutorial device, which is great. And it's very, very clever. It looks very clever. But it's not a game. I'm not really interested in it as an experience because I don't want to learn guitar. And if you don't want to learn guitar, it's not going to be for you, is it really? Simple. Yeah, pretty much. There's not much more to it. Uh, right, then... two-line version. No, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you very much. Um, and then we got a look at Riders Republic, which is coming out September 2nd. So not far away now. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. This looks like exactly my kind of jam. Um, I'm all about them wingsuits. It looks awesome. Um, anyone else into Riders Republic? Which is really hard to say. Riders Republic. It did look um, 
quite interesting in the sense that it looks like it's kind of the sequel to Steep, but without kind of being the sequel to Steep. Because um, I think it's got a lot of the same kind of ideas and mechanics. And I think yeah. even like the wingsuit thing, I think that was in Steep, wasn't it? It was, yeah. um, So I think it, it looks like it's quite a good evolution of what they're doing there. Um, I'm not particularly interested in like the bike riding parts but the wingsuit did look pretty pretty sick to do and i think uh the trailer kind of captured the amusingness of people just kind of taking their time like the dude who's just on the the carousel thing and wasn't even taking it seriously like i, I could imagine that'll be uh quite amusing with what the community will do with that kind of stuff i thought it looked um again it was kind of one of those i was like oh, okay it looks it looks interesting it'll probably have its own little kind of niche of a, a kind of fan base but i don't think it's going to be something that's gonna you know set the world alight is really going to make you know massive impact on on uh, the industry but yeah i think it looked all right cool i like the idea of a kind of 64 wingsuit royale race i mean that just sounds awesome yeah, yeah i did those, pick up those, on the numbers those <laughs> massive racers were probably the highlight i think yeah and um, sure. when it when it got to the end of it and it's like you know as you say 64 wingsuits or 64 rocket suits um and or 64 bikes or whatever it was that was that was quite cool and it looked quite fun um, it's definitely a game where you need, you know, a little group of friends or a group of mates to, to play it with. It looks like it would be we one that grew old very quickly, which is a bit like Steep did when mm. I was essentially playing it single player. Um, so, yeah, I, I think someone at Ubisoft clearly wants there to be a, you know, a large scale um, multiplayer extreme sports sim like this. And they've tried it once. It didn't do all that well. Whoever they are, they've got, you know, big cojones at Ubisoft because they've asked to do it again. <laughs> you will give me the game I want. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Someone at Ubisoft said, yeah, yeah, cool. You can do that again after it didn't really work. Um, so yeah. yeah, let's hope it does. I mean, for them, for their career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how about steep, but bikes? Yeah, yeah, how about steep, but again, but just a little bit more extreme sports and a bit more inclusive, you know, not just winter sports. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's so, it's so similar. Steve Royale, essentially. Cat, <laughs> uh, are you into Riders Republic? Republic? Yeah, look cool. I actually noticed that you could, I think you could anyway, um, race an ice cream truck. I'm down for that. Um, oh, cool. I feel like it might get old very soon. I feel like it's kind of like, I mean, I'm a big fan of Tony Hawk. Um, it kind of looks like team player Tony Hawk, doesn't it? You know, you do the tricks, you turn the the, the kind of the bars a different colour to, you know, get your score um sounds like i had a really good soundtrack uh but i feel like eventually unless you're there from kind of day one and you don't have friends um to play with people are gonna get very sweaty on it very very quickly um which i found with four guys you know you love four guys four guys is great four guys is a really big laugh but then you get the people who are like just cheese in every level and you i can just see it now you know you go into you know riders republic and you're, you're like you might be six months late into it and you are getting dominated because there are people who just and that's probably the same of every game but i can just see it particularly with this one with different you know modes and different vehicles and all sorts it's gonna get sweaty yeah. very quickly but I, it's a great idea yeah yeah looks cool. interesting i'm into it are you guys gonna play it with me when it comes out because I want to yeah, I'll give a bash. Yeah. The yeah. real question is why isn't handball on it? That's a that is a very good question. That is of of all the extreme sports that are out oh, there. Come on, discrimination. Why is what we hand, want? Handball is not included. Maybe it's the DLC. You never know. Yeah, it's going to be the season pass. All of it. <laughs> DLC handball twenty two. Oh yes. Um, and then we got another look at Rainbow Six Siege. Um, the second look at Rainbow Six in half an hour. Um, it's got more uh, Year Six content is starting next week. 
It's coming to Crossplay in 2022. It's coming to Stadia uh, very, very soon in Crossplay 2021, I believe. Uh, that was exciting, I guess. And then we got some live updates of games that are currently out. So the Mirage DLC is coming to For Honor. And there's a map editor coming to Trackmania. Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming to Brawlhalla, which is pretty cool. Uh, the Crew 2 is getting its another yearly update. Watch Dogs Legion Bloodline is getting DLC with Aiden Pierce and Wrench from Watch Dogs 2, which is, I think that's very exciting. I'm looking forward to that a hell of a lot. Um, anything from the updates that got you excited to jump back into any of the Ubisoft games? I'm going to take that as a no from all of you. Because nobody unmuted <laughs> at all. <laughs> I still haven't played Legion. I've made the means to get around to it. I never have, but I've played all the other ones. Um, none of that encourages me to go back. Yeah, okay. it, it all kind of felt like it was just a quick, like, oh, here are the things we're doing with games that we're not too bothered about showing you anymore of. I don't know why it was in the show. It was in the pre-show, that whole mm. sequence. And I, I don't know. I was going to get really sassy with my notes at this point, and I started to be like, back to Rainbow. Why? Question <laughs> yeah. mark, question mark. <laughs> I've, written, I've written, same game, less aliens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. There's no extraction, I don't care. Yeah, if I can't get my people back out, what's the point? (laughs) If I can't lose a person and have to go get them again, then why am I even bothering? We used to play Siege a fair bit here at Finger Guns. If you go to our Facebook page, our cover video is us playing Rainbow Six Siege, and it's very, very funny. Um, Greg gets gets exploded, and it's hilarious. Um, And then we had had news of the 20th 20th, anniversary coming to Ghost Recon. Um, I say we had news. It said, stay tuned. There was no news during this great big news presentation. Nothing to announce. It was just really, really strange. And then we had Just Dance 2022, which, of course, is coming this year on November 4th. And I I don't know. I mean, Just Dance is what it is. You know, it's just one of those things. I have nothing against Just Dance 2. If it, it obviously has an audience. That's awesome. But it's the way they presented it then. Uh, Kat, have you got any thoughts? Do people still do Just Dance? Because yeah, people Just love Dance, it. like, I remember Just Dance when I was like 11 at sleepover and they'd be like, do you want to get Just Dance out? We've got to move the coffee table. And, and that was Just Dance. And the way that they presented it were like, it was like some cult leader. Look how many people we've inspired. And look at that individuality. Like, no, stop. It's a dancing game. And do you know what the dancing game, if you if you look back on YouTube and go to um, Last Friday Night by Katy Perry, it's not a dance game. It is literally like a movement game. <laughs> There's no dancing. Mm. It's just, you know, I'm, yeah. I feel like the way it was presented was very strange. Um, great for people who love it. Great for kids. I, I, when they said at the beginning, you know, let's, let's get a party together. I think to myself, Crikey, I would not do that at a party. Well, maybe no. not now. No. No, now's we're now no. we're, we're full of, we're full on grown-ups now, but yeah. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it's you know, maybe we're not the audience anymore for it. I was surprised no. they still brought it out, but yeah, it was I mean, a bit of a strange I don't know if it's coming. 2021 came out for the Wii. You know, that's nice. just dances single-handedly keeping the Wii alive <laughs> at the moment. And if, if 22 mm. comes out for the Wii, I'm not I haven't seen that it is, but it might be. Um, yeah, yeah I it didn't was... catch what console it was on actually. Oh, I'd be on all of them, be on everything. Um, might be Wii U, possibly as well. Wii U got a version of it last year as well. So, you know, I mean, 
it is what it is, but that was a very strange presentation for Just Dance. It was a little bit strange. I think Todrick Hall is, is obviously a huge character in the dance choreographer drag community, and it's great that he's fronting that. Um, mm. yeah. But, yeah, a bit of an odd placement into, you know, we just literally had another, you know, little dose of rainbow flipping aliens, and then we were like, but do you know what you could do instead of fighting aliens? You could have a boogie. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're... Yeah. The we went to, oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The um, yeah. The the theme of this show yeah. was very strange. Whoever like, like put that like agenda together. Yeah, the juxtaposition <laughs> of different things in this was quite fun. Yeah, yeah. It was just like, just dance allows you to express your individuality. Like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You've got to keep. The game shows you what to yeah. do, and everyone has you, to do the same thing. You've actually got to follow the moves. There's yeah. no individuality about it. It tells you what to it's, do, and it gives you a score. Literally <laughs> it's literally conformity, if it anything. Is. <laughs> Getting into some real philosophical debate here about yeah. Just Dance. I like it. <laughs> is Just Dance conforming, or is it individuality? It's 1984, basically, isn't it? It basically is, yeah. It basically is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totalitarian, a totalitarian state in a video game. Yeah, pretty much. Um, look out for our Just Dance... Uh, philosophical discussion special next week on the thinking us podcast four and a half hours of philosophical debate about just dance uh miles are you gonna get just dance 2022 i'm just i haven't really partaken because i just couldn't care less about just dance i feel like ubisoft kind of know it's a meme at this point because they always wheel it out at every e3 in a very weird way like almost as weird as they could make it and but it must year... be it must be making bank yeah, there's got to be something about it. They obviously have their niche somewhere in the world who just seem to love it, but I just don't. They all, mm. like you said about how obviously it comes straight after Rainbow Six, and I totally agree. It was like really odd that they kind of did that. But then I think back to previous E3s where they, again, kind of just wheeled it out and been like, oh yeah, just starts is still a thing again for another year. And it's kind of like, oh, does who, what was who it cares? About, about, was it last year or the year before? They were talking about Watch Dogs Legion, I think. Yeah. And then like right afterwards... Russell's Legion is like this, this, this kind of like this horrible thing has taken over London, and it, you, you, you have to kill people to save London. And now it's just dance. <laughs> what was that the presence? Was it the one? I think they had like a panda or something. They did like you see the dancing panda has been like has been like the thing at their conferences every year. Yeah. And this this did not have a dancing fucking panda in it once. And, and like that's the only appeal of it. Like if yeah. you know a dancing panda, just don't bother. Just just put it in the can and be done with it. No one cares. <laughs> Screw it. I don't want it if it, there's no dancing panda. For God's sake. Come on, Ubisoft, get it together. Uh, then we had a look at some Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC, The Siege of Paris, uh, coming this summer, and they announced they were going to support Valhalla for two years instead of one, presumably because of course there's no Assassin's Creed this year. Um, Toby, you know you finished uh, Valhalla. Does Siege of Paris make you want to jump back in? Or the Muspelheim kind of uh, DLC that they're teasing? I mean, a little bit, but not not enough, I think. Um, so I think Valhalla was an incredibly long game and maybe too long. But, but to be honest, I got to the point about 40 hours in where I was getting bored. And it's like a 70-hour game, even if you just, you know, just do the storyline. Um so to add more storyline DLC, I mean, I'm, I'm going to need some time off before I go back into Valhalla. I mean, maybe this will come along at the right sort of time and I'll be like, yeah, do you know what? The Paris one looked interesting. Eivor's had a shave, you know, a haircut and that looked like it could be an interesting story. The storylines for Assassin's Creed games are good. And I enjoy them. But yeah, this one was just so long that I actually started to get 
bored of it. So it's a it's a it's a tricky one. If they said, you know, with Odyssey, I mean, I, I was interested again to just just for maybe one of the DLCs for Odyssey. I, I didn't need all of them. There were like three, weren't there? Um, so I, I think I feel the same about this one. I might drop into one of them. Siege okay. of Paris looked more interesting than the other one, though. Yeah, for sure. The Druids one just reminded me of all the dark, magical bits that I didn't really enjoy in the main game. I preferred all the um, kings and queens of England and the political mm-hmm. angle of that story was far more interesting than the um, you know, magical... Nebel, um, whatever you call it, Nebelheim. No, that's not right. Jotunheim, sort of all that sort of area. Yeah. You know, the, the those parts of it, Asgard and things, were, were less exciting for me. The very, very generic quests in there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right then, let's move on to uh, <laughs> what did they do next? Uh, yes, they did the uh, the TV and the movie. So they showed off a teaser of Mythic Quest, which is their Apple TV show about a game developer. Uh, people keep telling me to watch it. I should watch it. Apparently, Aloy's in it. Who knew? It's not bad. It's not bad. First hmm. season was quite fun. Cool. I don't have Apple TV, but I'll have to find a, a way Neither to... do I. Ah, not I anymore. See. I'll find a way <laughs> to watch it somehow. There'll always or be you a could way. have a like a 10-day or 30-day you know, trial or something and just, just watch it. Yeah, that's true. And quit. I'll have to uh, ask someone who's got an eye something if they have a free trial available. Maybe I can use that and just binge it overnight. Um, and then we've got a look at The Werewolf Within, which is a movie coming out uh, this summer, June 25th, uh, which is based on a very, very, very old Ubisoft game that no one played. But I thought it looked quite fun. Was I the only one? No, it looked okay. It it, it definitely did give me kind of... Uh, how do I put this? Gave me, I guess, those kind of vibes where... It's not a serious film, is it? It's that film where you no, can no. you can laugh all the way through it and it, it probably is like a mistake of itself. Um and yeah, kind of a bit like scary movie, I guess. Probably a little bit like that, I can imagine. Um, yeah, looks fun. Cool. Yeah, I'll probably give it a watch. Yeah, it came across to me like one of those movies that you'll kind of just be drunk one day, like you'll have watched a good movie on Netflix, and then you'll see it kind of recommended, and then you'll drunkenly just go, "Ugh, why not? I guess maybe I'll get a laugh from it." And then you just kind of end up watching it, and you don't hate yourself having watched it, but you don't really, you're not pleased for having watched it either. It's just kind of, <laughs> it's fine. You got yeah. a laugh or two, and. It wasn't time wasted, but it wasn't time gained. It was just okay. What a specific scenario. <laughs> Honestly, like I find these films a lot and I end up watching them and I'm always come out of them and I'm like, I kind of could have done anything else with my time, but equally, I don't feel like I've wasted it per se. It's kind of just time it sounds, I've spent. It sounds like uh, Toby's review of Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it wasn't a waste of time, but it was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really diplomatic way of saying yeah. that you hate yourself for watching it. <laughs> yeah. He's getting Very in these four-hour movies while he can before his baby arrives, one assumes. Same with Army of the Dead, to be honest. Oh, man. I liked Army of the Dead. Anyway, there we had a look at Far Cry 6. We had a nice cut scene with uh, Juan Carlo Esposito's character uh, seemingly stealing his, his son away from, uh, from the rebels that were trying to get him out of Yara. And um, yeah. It looked, um, it looked great. I'm going to play it. It's Far Cry, so I'm, I'm all in. Um, and then we had a look at the season pass. This is interesting because you get to play as Vaz, Pagan Min, and Joseph Seed, the three villains from the three previous games, in their own respective DLCs, which is sounds like a lot of fun because they're all fantastic characters. And Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon is also going to be remastered and included in the season pass if you buy it with Far Cry 6. 
Um, is anybody fancy uh, jumping into the Far Cry 6 DLC and playing for those Ab- characters again? Absolutely. Any more of us is always a good time. He's like yeah. one of my favorite video game villains ever, and he was criminally underused in the Far Cry 3. And um, I never played Blood Dragon um, back in the day, and I always wanted to because it looks really, really fun. Um, so yeah, I think I'm actually, in a weird kind of way, I'm actually looking forward more to the season pass now than I am to Far Cry 6. But um, like you, I Far Cry is just a really fun series to play, and I've never mm. had like a bad time playing it except for Primal, which I just got bored of. Um, so I'm actually quite you know optimistic for this one i think it's going to be a good time it's going to be good fun and i think um the one thing ubisoft always get right with far cry is getting like a really compelling villain in the cutscenes. yeah um i think they do underutilize them maybe with the exception of joseph seed who's quite prominent in five but um yeah i think expanding on those characters who, who tend to be the you know one of the best parts of those stories i don't think you can really go wrong with that and like i said any more of us i'm down i'm in yeah for sure um, great to hear Pagan Min again. Of course, Mr. Troy Baker returning to the role, I think. Anyway, it sounded like him. So that should be a lot of fun. But of course, it's going to be like £80 just to experience that. But, you know, what are you going to do? Ubisoft. Going to Ubisoft. Um, and then we got the leak, of course. Uh, Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope is coming to 2022. Did anyone play Mario Rabbids Kingdom Battle? I did, and it was it was a good time. But I was never really aching for a sequel. So I'm interested to see if this is actually what something people wanted or... If Ubisoft were just going off numbers, it's not something I wanted. No, I didn't play it either. No, um, no. <laughs> I didn't want. I didn't want it. Yeah, regardless of whether I played it or not, just looking at it, I didn't want it. No. I mean, Mario and Rabbids. Rabbids is the worst bit of Rayman lore that they're still keeping on going with. And why smash it together with Mario into a tactics game? It's just the bizarre. They were overselling that to such a such an extent. I was just. I, I went off and had a piss. It was just really not good. Not good at all. Mario with guns seems wrong. And the comedy level is like absolute basement comedy level of like these ugly rabbits dressing up as Peach and shit. I was like, this is just terrible. Oh my God, I'm so glad you said the Peach thing. <laughs> it's wrote just down. awful. It's awful. I, <laughs> I wrote down, doesn't it? why has Peach got a beard? And then I was like, oh, it's their mouth. And it was the first time I yawned. I completely agree with you. I just, like, Mario of Guns doesn't make sense. <sighs> yeah, I don't care. I, 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 I wish kind of wish I'd taken your advice, Toby, and just gone for a piss instead of well, one. <laughs> it was the perfect moment. <laughs> Prime opportunity taken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's it's a Switch exclusive, so... And we pissed all over it. Nintendo fans love Mario, so they'll probably sell him its millions yet again. And it'll be £60 because that's every... Or £50, £49.99 because that's every Nintendo game ever. And they never go down in price. Never! Never, ever. (laughs) Never, ever. Uh, And then we finished off with a look at uh, Ubisoft's Avatar game, Frontiers of Pandora, which is coming out in 2022. I had forgotten they were making an Avatar game completely. So this was a rather nice surprise. Um, it was just a CG trailer, so there's not a lot we can take from it. But um, anybody want to return to Pandora and search for Unobtainium? I'm interested in what kind of game it's going to be. Because initially I was like, is this going to be like an open world horizon type where you go like exploring Pandora and like, you know, have to liberate, you know, stuff from the oppressive whoever they are. Again, I've kind of forgotten. I haven't watched that movie in forever. Oh, you um, know or- it's going to be. It's Ubisoft, man. You know it's going to be an open world with, <laughs> with areas that you have to liberate. 
but I kind of wondered if it was going to be like a multiplayer focus game because it looked like um, you could have like different classes of the Navi versus the soldiers and you could have like a, a kind of symmetrical kind of multiplayer game side of it I think but yeah I don't know it, it kind of looked interesting but it's only a trailer so I can't really glean much from what the actual game itself is going to be like so it's kind of yeah. hard to to know much more about it really open world flight game on the back of those dragonfly dragon creatures that would be cool yeah that'd be cool be like i'll be all over that could be a better anthem i think with with avatar the movie you know you you either love it or you hate it it's got you know a pretty basic plot but the actual pandora the actual place is really inspiring and really cool and i think that the creatures are wonderful i think all the you know that how it all works and the ecosystems are all wonderful so something where i can play in pandora and just you know just be free to have an open world of pandora i'm absolutely down for that um so yeah i I was pleasantly surprised at the end of all this really i'd come back at the right moment (laughs) if you remember where i'd been um and that was a nice ending I, i feel like all of these shows this year are ending on a wonderful high and i'm like what was the point of the previous hour? <laughs> it was people that, you know, other people like those games. Ah, other people. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we don't know a lot about Avatar, but um, it looks it looks pretty, at least. Uh, Kat, are you into Avatar? Did you enjoy the film? Are you looking forward to the game? Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched the film in, like, fuck knows how long. Um, and I don't even really remember the plot, but it did look stunning. They did, like, a day-night view, didn't they? In the night, every, every kind of plant was kind of ultraviolet, and that looked really cool. And I agree. I think if it's an open-world kind of third-person adventure-esque type game very into it will by day one i expect if it's a multiplayer which i you know when miles made that point i thought oh yeah there was like an arch class there was that kind of if it turns into kind of like an asymmetrical us versus them you know you can be either one side or the other choose your class then i'm not going to be as hyped because that just feels like rainbow six in an avatar game plus ghost recon in an avatar game plus cod in an avatar game and i don't care for it but I would very much care for exploring Pandora and trying to take back Pandora. And yeah, Mm. that'd be awesome. Yeah, Pandora is a beautiful place. And so it'd be nice to explore it for sure. So yeah, there's not a lot we know about that yet. But it reminded me a little bit of Anthem, which is kind of worrying. But I hope that there is more to it. (laughs) There's actually something to do. Maybe they'll do Anthem better. (laughs) They'll they'll do the actual Anthem 2.0 that EA will never do. They can't do it any worse. Jesus Christ. Uh, so, yeah, that was Ubisoft, uh, Ubisoft Forward 2021. So, you know, a mixed bag of stuff. I'm uh, personally excited for Far Cry 6, for Avatar. And, um, yeah, the Watchdogs Legion Bloodline DLC. That's going to be fun. Riders Republic. So, you know, a mixture of stuff. Is anyone want to mention anything we haven't touched upon yet? Yeah, Ross, you haven't really extended your excitement for Just Dance. You kind of wrapped it up there, but you didn't really say how much you're going to... It was the actually... highlight of the show. I mean, it's yeah. so inspiring. Yeah. Oh, guys, I mean... That's actually number one. It's game oh, of the year. Oh, guys, you know it's day one. Yeah. You know it's absolutely. day one. Individuality. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to individualize my individuality yeah. to such, such an extent that I will redefine the word individual. Yeah, everyone listening is going to be able to catch <laughs> each and every one of us do a certain song, and we're going to post it on the website, we're going to post it on Twitter, and you're just going to see how individual we all are, yeah. following a set of moves. Yeah. Yeah, that's what individuality is all about, doing the exact same thing that everyone else does. So individual, we're not even going to choose to do anything This is the philosophical podcast right here. Yeah. (laughs) It's happening. 
That's gonna... what Ubisoft has done to us. It was such a, a nothing conference that it's just got us debating philosophy. Yeah. Now we've memed our own meme. Well, yeah, we must we meme. must create our own content now. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft, you've done such a bad having to do it for you. Uh, what wasn't there? No Splinter oh, Cell. Yeah, sad times. What wasn't there? No Rayman. <laughs> no Skull and Bones. Uh, no Beyond Good and Evil 2. No Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh dear, you'd be sad. Really, really hoping. Just... I saw a lot of hype on Twitter that there was potentially a remake for the Rayman PS1. And I thought that mm. would be so <laughs> wicked. You know, smashing the little orbs out the cages. They're not called orbs. I can't remember what they're called. But yeah. Lums? We got... They were like lemming. Lummings? No, lum, lums. The... Oh, they were called. They were called lums. Yeah, you're totally lums. right. Lums, yeah. Mm. And instead we've got rabbits. we got peach with a beard. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> I just want Splinter Cell. I just feel like every time there's a Ubisoft thing, there's like a tiny little part of me that just hopes and prays, and it's somewhere buried deep down inside because it knows it's not going to happen, mm. but it's still just there. Every what you going to say? A part of me that just year. dies inside. Every and every time, time it's just like Ubisoft <laughs> just stamp it, don't they? You get to the end of the conference and you're like, nope, there it goes again. He's not coming back. You know what I love? They, they threw Sam Fisher into that Ghost Recon Cizoril. That was just painful. Like, my heart was genuine. Like, I can't believe you've done this, you bastards. And then they did one more thing. And it was Avatar. Yeah. Sam Fisher, RIP. Never to be seen again. <laughs> Never to be seen ever again. Apart from in this, um, yeah, another thing that wasn't revealed was that free-to-play uh, game which Ubisoft were talking about, or was supposed to be talking about the other week, uh, that included uh, Splinter Cell and Ghost Recon and The Division. There was this big old free-to-play uh, PvP meant to be announced. That, didn't, well, that wasn't there either. So, I mean, who knows? But there was a lot that wasn't there. And there wasn't much that was there. Fortunately, there's been a load of other uh, conferences between this one and the Summer Game Fest, which we did earlier this week. And uh, there has been a few of the indie highlights in, in Gorilla and Tribeca in the Wholesome Games. And so before we go, we wanted to just drop a couple of those in that we thought was worth checking out. Um, we're going to hand it over to Mr. Toby Anderson. Uh, I've just got two quick picks. So on the uh, Gorilla Collective, uh, there's a little top-down adventure a sort of combining hack and slash and twin stick shooter look really cool it's called batora lost haven um nice sort of cell shaded aesthetic look really hard as nails at the same time um just really caught my eyes nice nice graphics nice sort of thing i just hope there's a bit of a plot to it but yeah really cool if you want to check that one out batora lost haven um and then on the wholesome games direct or whatever you call it at the moment wholesome games um a game called we are ofk um which i think Sean may have brought to people's attention um, months and months back, maybe last year. Um, it's like a it's like a, a sort of visual novel esque rhythm game esque sort of thing. Um, you start an indie pop band, and then you make, and, and then this real indie pop band has then made an autobiographical game about the process of starting their indie pop band um, and trying to make it in the music biz. So it's like it's got sort of you know dreams and dating and coming of age and all that kind of stuff, but as a real band and it has a real EP alongside it. And it's just a interesting idea for a game. I thought it was cool. Um, gave me the feels a bit during the trailer. So uh, I was really in for that. Nice. And that's my picks. I just thought I'd go for two quick ones that really caught my eye. Sweet. Um, of course, at the Tribeca Games Fest, there was uh, Deep Live into Kina, Bridge of Spirits, which I know we're all looking forward to. That is amazing, of course. Yeah. And it looks, still looks fantastic. It's still due for release in August, so not too long to wait now for that one. Oh, my. 
if people are interested there is some lovely gameplay footage in that that really shows what the rock can do what the battle system can do um the rock are those little black creatures that follow kina around mm-hmm. um and uh yeah some some of the sort of the sort of spirit arrow that she can fire and it, it looks like a really nice sort of pixar level story in there as well looks cool it'll be so sad if it like biomutants you Oh, <laughs> so am I. Oh, oh dear. Imagine. Yeah. It looks beautiful, though. I remember watching it at the PS5 showcase, and um, yeah, that, yeah, it was one of the things that just you want to squee at, and then, yeah, just looks so nice, looks so stunning. So I'll definitely be checking that gameplay out. Sure, looks fantastic. Uh, right then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all very much indeed for listening. This has been our Ubisoft Forward Reaction Special. Join us tomorrow where we're going to be reacting to the Microsoft and Bethesda Showcase and Square. Enoch. So thank you very much. And of course, we'll be back on Tuesday uh, for our normal weekly podcast where we discuss everything that we've seen the last few days. Pick out some highlights, pick out some best bits, some low bits, which will probably be mostly the Ubisoft forward. And and uh, yeah, talk all E3 2021. But until then, it is goodbye from Toby Anderson. Sayonara. Goodbye from Miles Thompson. See you later. Goodbye from Kaz. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was or where that came from, but there you me go. It happened. <laughs> and it's uh, goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you tomorrow for our Microsoft Bethesda Square Enix reaction special. Bye.